Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Why Man United are the stuff of nightmares for a Southern Red by Henry Jackson. January 24th, 1999. It's a Sunday afternoon that still fills me with horror and always will. I was turning 12 years of age the following day, and with Sky Sports still not a part of my household, my dad took me to the pub to watch Liverpool's FA Cup fourth round clash with Man United as a pre-birthday treat. Not only did we miss Michael Owen head the Reds into a very early lead at Old Trafford, the traffic in leafy parts of the South East can be murder. I then had to witness one of the most depressing games of football I've ever sat through. Gerard Houllier's side threatened to produce a win that even by the Frenchman's standards would have been gritty, until Dwight York and Oli Gunnar Solskjaer popped up with two last gasp goals to send Liverpool crashing out. United went on to win the treble, which made it even worse. I cried a lot after that game, it hurt so much. It was an afternoon that perfectly summed up why growing up in the 1990s as a Red could be a thoroughly miserable experience. Football literally became a huge part of my life the second United started dominating the English game. 1993-94 is the first season I can remember snippets of. The season after Alex Ferguson's side had ended 26 years with a league title. Remind you of anyone? Predictably, youngsters want to support football teams who win stuff, so approximately 7 out of every 10 football-loving kids in my neck of the woods were modelling Ryan Giggs and Eric Cantona shirts when I turned up to play for my local club for the first time. Most of my friends, many of them still my closest mates to this day, so I guess they're not that bad, were of the same persuasion with their endless talk of Giggsy. Andre Kanchelskis and Brian McClare driving me to distraction. And then there was me. Quite why I chose Liverpool I can't say. My dad's a Sheffield Wednesday fan even though his parents grew up near Merseyside and he moved to the south as a child while my granddad was an Evertonian. Robbie Fowler was a key reason without question but there was just something about Liverpool that resonated with me following some brief flirting with Queen's Park Rangers. But there was just something about Liverpool that resonated with me, following some brief flirting with Queen. But there was just something about Liverpool that resonated with me, following some brief flirting with Queen's Park Rangers. They were cheap to go and watch, and they were only an hour or so from home. And Les Ferdinand was great. It may sound lazy using all the cliches about Liverpool's history, tradition, and support, but it's all true. There is something special about the club. And I recognise it even at such a young age. Without this sounding like some sob story, it is a bit, let's be honest, I'm not sure that there has been a worse area of the country to be a Liverpool fan during the last 20 years. Okay, maybe Manchester. 
Those who live in and around Liverpool have more of a day-to-day dealing with Everton fans, while many other parts of the country have cities big enough to have teams of their own, Newcastle, Leeds, Aston Villa and so on. If you were under 35 and grew up in the South East, however, the easy choice was United, simply because they were the best team, and there was no local sides remotely of that calibre. Now obviously, I am far from the only red in that part of the world, but it has always been hard not to feel in the minority. Going to the pub to watch games is a far less enjoyable experience than it would be in Liverpool itself, for example. I've been the only person celebrating a Reds goal many times, or the only one bemoaning yet another late United winner. Arsenal, Tottenham and Chelsea also have strong followings because London is nearby. But it's still hard to describe how popular United are in the South if you've never witnessed it firsthand. Monday mornings at school were so often treacherous for a decade. My mates would be drooling over the latest masterclass offered up by Cantona Giggs, Paul Scholes and the rest and I'd have to describe watching Phil Babb collide testicles first with a goalpost. Even when we won the treble in 2000-2001, I couldn't celebrate it without being told it was a Mickey Mouse achievement and that United winning the title that season was far more impressive. As I grew older, the school became a thing of the... As I grew older and school became a thing of the past, Liverpool United games would be spent watching the game in horror, waiting for the flood of heartless text messages that would come my way if the Reds' most bitter rivals once again prevailed. Every Liverpool fan on the planet loathes United, or at least they should. But this 20-odd-year mystery that I've experienced... But this 20-odd-year misery that I've experienced makes me convinced I detest them as much as anyone. This is probably not the case, but it is hard to shift that thought from my mind. What it does mean is that any victory over them is absolutely joyous. When Andrea da Sena lobbed Edwin van der Sar in 2008-2009, I fell over a wheelbarrow celebrating in the garden. But the actual 90 minutes is not an experience I can enjoy in the slightest. This leads us to Sunday's Premier League clash between the two most successful clubs in English football history. This one feels particularly big, doesn't it? Or maybe that's just because it's the latest episode in an endless rivalry between the two. Win and Liverpool go eight points clear of United and remain right in the title race. Lose and there is suddenly just a two-point gap between the pair and Chelsea could potentially be sailing off into the sunset. Historically, the Reds lose games of this importance. So often down the years, they have turned up at Old Trafford and wilted under the pressure. Rio Ferdinand's last-minute header, Javier Mascherano's daft sending off, Dimitar Berbatov's hat-trick against Roy Hodgson's shambles of a team. Anthony Martial making Martin Tyler Anthony Martial making Martin Tyler orgasm. The list goes on. There were, of course, the Danny Murphy years, which were glorious, and wins in 2009 and 2014 made a title challenge possible, but all too often we've been left feeling sick by this fixture. I keep telling myself that this is a different Liverpool under Jurgen Klopp. It most certainly is but I still can't shake the feeling of dread ahead of Sunday's showdown. It will be with me all week. The thought of Jose Mourinho celebrating, Paul Pogba and Jesse Lingard dabbing, or Wayne Rooney breaking United's goal-scoring record, that feels horribly likely. They're all grim thoughts, especially because we know what it could mean for Liverpool's title hopes. If we win, it will feel like the best victory of the season, regardless of how it is achieved. Better than Everton away, Man City at home, or the wins at Arsenal and Chelsea earlier in the season. But then maybe that's just me. Maybe you care more about beating Everton. One of the London clubs, perhaps, for that matter. 
I like to think I'm a friendly person. I'm one who doesn't take football too seriously in the grand scheme of things. But United do something to me. No other game feels like this and it never will. Their enormous success during my upbringing is clearly the main reason for this, coupled with the endless mocking from those around me. While I begrudgingly respect... while I begrudgingly respect their successes, I find it impossible to like anything about them. I'll be ashamed if a defeat on Sunday reduces me to tears like my 11-year-old self, but another unsuccessful trip to Old Trafford will ensure an evening sat in a darkened room, ignoring the untold amount of messages bombarding my phone. Please, lads, get a draw at the very worst. Us southern softies are desperate. Growing up where I did in Ireland, I can relate exactly to what Henry is talking about in this piece. I was surrounded by Manx, I even uh, happened to live with one in the shape of my father. It was constant, it was just everywhere. And as the 90s rolled on, it got worse and worse. Uh, to the extent that Liverpool fans were a scarcity. Uh, and granted, I'm older than Henry is, and I do have the experience of seeing us do good things and winning a lot but when I was very young I suppose <laughs> listening to Henry's tale of uh, growing up in the southeast it's very very reminiscent of my own situation here in Ireland in recent years uh, certainly since the 1990s onward as well where there seemed to be such a proliferation of Manchester United fans all of a sudden as they began to do well. I'm old enough to remember a little bit further back than Henry and I recall when we used to be actually, uh, you know, serial winners and um, of titles and cups and everything like that. And so there were a lot of Liverpool fans as I was a kid. Um, ironically, my own dad's a mank. Um, so I think that was probably my earliest act of rebellion. But... I do at least have those memories of the days when we were good and you, you were collecting pieces out of newspapers and putting up posters and stuff. But this last two decades, as Henry points out, has been pretty intolerable for most of us. There is an antipathy there between the two clubs. I have some genuinely good friends who are Manchester United fans, but I will say that if, in the greater scheme of things, I was to pick a group where I think I would be least likely to fit in amongst their company, it probably would be United fans. I don't know what it is. I don't know what it is. And it's probably it's probably a childish thing. It probably goes right back to the roots. But I think there's definitely that antipathy there. And it makes games like Sunday, where there's so much at stake, feel all the sharper in terms of the anxiety uh, ahead of it. And God forbid... The let down after it but with the man we have in charge there is the possibility that we might begin a little trend of our own for upsetting them and wouldn't that just be delightful hey folks i'm mark Marin from the wtf podcast and this episode is brought to you by kleenex ultra soft tissues your ally to help tackle your allergy symptoms this season. I love the change of seasons, but nobody loves pollen and all those other things floating in the air that make you sneeze during this nice weather. Kleenex Ultra Soft Tissues are hypoallergenic and allergist approved. So fight back against watery eyes and runny noses without worrying about irritating your skin. For this 
allergy season, grab Kleenex and face allergies head on. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started.